Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Mind it's all smiles as Celtic defeat Ross County by four goals to one. We understand that during this particular broadcast, uh, there will be the draw for the quarter final. So keep us updated in the comments section as to uh, the outcome of that. Uh, Laura Bradburn and Alan Morrison obviously were at the, the pre match and half time bulletins. So let's cover the game as a whole. It turned out pretty comfortable in the end, Laura. There was a wee scare. We've been asking the question who should start at centre-half against Rangers, all of that kind of stuff. But let's start off with the positive. Um, 
another another win. That's six and six for Celtic. And that's twice up at Ross County, which has previously been um, a difficult ground to get a result at. Yeah, it has been. Um, I, I think the biggest compliment I can pay this team, having watched that, is they dispatched Ross County in the way that the gap between the, the squads would suggest they should dispatch them. We saw very often last season and in previous seasons before that that, that Dingwall is a difficult place to go and we, we've struggled to to beat them at various points. And yeah, I think psychology plays a lot into sport and obviously um, ability isn't the only thing that determines a win. But what I'm loving about this team is they've they've got the psychological element of, of the domestic game down and they appear to be able to utilise their skills and their abilities to the full extent. They don't let teams get in their heads. They don't let teams bully them. They don't let teams use other means by which to, to upset their game and they seem to be able to imprint themselves on any match that they go into. This one was no different. And yet again, we've had a situation where not only are we scoring loads of goals, but they're coming from all over the team. And it just seems like as long as things keep going the way they're going, it's going to take a very, very, either a very significant off day on the part of our team or a very significant exceptional performance from another team domestically to to really give us a challenge. Um, Europe is obviously a different a different kettle of fish, and I'm sure something we'll come on to discuss, if not tonight, then then in the build up to next week. But I certainly can't see domestically anyway as having any great challenge in the near future. Yeah, we spoke about three big games in seven days: the three R's: Ross County, Rangers, and Real Madrid. And Alan, you know, you can't set yourself up any better than Ange has done, and this group of players have done six wins in six. Um, that, as Laura says, we've made that that particularly difficult ground just look like a, a normal, dare I say, run-of-the-mill away fixture now. Um, and it's all credit to Ange and his team. We will pick um, the, the performance apart. We'll look at some performances. Um, let's start off then with Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy is signed um, hardly to a fanfare. He's a free agent. People were concerned. Some people were concerned they hadn't had a club since January. And knew him well. We know the story. Um, he comes in tonight. I thought he looked very impressive. What was your What was your take on that? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, he, he did impress me. He played unlike you know the cameos that we've seen where Celtic have been in control. Well, they were in control of this game as well. But in terms of you know on the scoreboard. And he's come on and he's able to sort of feel his way in. So how would he react under pressure in terms of, you know, the opposition are, are at full um, kind of speed, as it were, you know, fitness? Um, you know, it's nil-nil. Is he going to change the game? Is he going to influence the game? And and he, and he was he was absolutely, you know, the per- perfect player to be playing in that midfield role in a possession-dominant side. You know, he doesn't try to do ridiculously um, silly things. If he has to pass it backwards, he passes it backwards. If there's a forward pass on, his accuracy is excellent. And so in terms of that decision-making, that ability to keep the ball under pressure, um, you know, he's got good balance. You know, he can take a challenge and maintain control of the ball, which is something I always look at because that's something that, you know, uh, not not so good technical players, you know, fall down under. Um, Yeah, he was just very, very 
calm, very like he like he was just playing as if he you you know was playing in his slippers almost sort of thing. So again, it's Ross County, but you know the most pleasing thing for me is it's another game where where we're racking up, even though we've made like nine changes, we've got the control. It's another seventy five percent possession game. The control's there, mm. twenty shots to seven. The penetration's there, four goals scored. And we're doing this game after game after game. And you might think, well, it's it's Ross County. It's a town of 5,000 people, whatever it is. But listen, you've got to give Ross County a lot of credit, I think. I mean, they never stopped. They were flying, in, especially in the second half. They were flying at Celtic. They were trying to make contact to every opportunity. They never stopped running. They never stopped hiring. They never stopped closing down. It's a miracle every season they lose players because they can't afford to have them on long contracts. And then they replace them with uh, with other players. It's It's not an easy job. So I think they deserve great credit. And it's not, it isn't the case in football that if you want to be four times better than a team, you spend four times the money. If you want to subjugate teams to the level that Manchester City do, that PSG do in their league, that Juventus have done for 10 years in Italy, you have to spend 100 times more to get that level of subjugation. Um, and, 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 and Celtic have got that advantage. But if we, we, all, we all know ourselves, you think back over the last 20 years, even when we've had... Um, even Martin O'Neill teams and, and, and Brendan Rodgers' teams, you know, we weren't scoring this volume of goals or creating this number of chances. It, you know, the difference, you have to pay a lot of money to make a tiny marginal difference in the quality of the player that you're yeah. bringing in. So it isn't a straight line relationship between money spent and quality uh, received. So what we're seeing here is is um, what Celtic should be doing given the wage differential, but we but we don't we don't we haven't done that certainly in the last ten years we haven't done that. You know if you look at Ajax historically in the Dutch league, you know there'll be sixes and sevens and fives on a quite a regular basis. Porto the same in Portugal, and uh, we we we've not done that. And, and, it, and it might sound sound crazy to say this for a, a club that's won ten out of the last 11 leagues, but we've actually underperformed in that regard. We haven't been as dominant in our own league in terms of goal scoring and, and, um, and that. And I know that's going to sound idiotic to people, but it, but but, it, but if you look upon it as a, in a sort of wage-to-outcome basis, yeah. we've, we've almost kind of uh, underperformed, certainly in cup competitions we have. So this is actually Celtic as they should be, as dominant as they should be. That's the job that Ange has done. I think that's, that's credit, you know, nine changes. Hundred percent, and you know this, Alan. I remember last season uh, getting a phone call unexpectedly from an old football coach of mine. Must have been old, Laura, if it was a football coach of mine. Hadn't no comment. To him. Yeah, in about twenty years, I hadn't spoken to him in about twenty years, and um, he was telling me. I always recall he was he was one of the guys that used to get on my bus, the supporters' bus that ran out of Valleyfield and Blair Hall in the villages, Mick Hutton is his name if you're listening, Mick I hope you're well and he was telling me, he said Paul I've watched Celtic um, since the 1950s and this is the best football side I have watched wow. and I remember thinking wow, surely not in all that time, I mean he um, was at he was at the three European finals, he was in Lisbon, he was in Milan, he was in Seville and he came away with that comment and I remember mentioning it on the broadcast the next time I was on because I was astonished with that because when someone like Mick um, his name is Mick Hutton when when someone like that tells you that and you know the wealth of experience they have watching Celtic you, you take notice of that um, so it is interesting and I think this season we're getting version 2 Laura not only of the team sorry, but, uh, sorry, uh, sorry Paul I'm away to Motherwell 
apologies. I'll wait to Motherwell. Yeah. So no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That was a decent <laughs> result for them tonight, actually. Um, you know, they're a, they're a side that definitely have had that new manager bounce. I don't know if that's something that you agree or disagree with, but um, they, they've done pretty well. I'll wait to Motherwell. Laura, we'll get your reaction on that. What do you think? Um, well, to to go back to the first thing you were going to say, I think you were going along the lines of, you know, this is version two of, of Ange and the next evolution of the team and that kind mm. of thing. <laughs> I think I think it proves what everybody was saying, what, you know, way back at the start when we, when we appointed Ange. This thing of, you know, giving him a little bit of time uh, will pay off for us. Everybody who... Everybody who knew Ange before we did said that, you know, you, you'll get the dividends, you know, whether it's six months, nine months, a year down the line, and we're certainly seeing that. Um, and I think it also proves as well, I, I, you know, there's plenty of reasons to to dislike the Celtic board and dislike the way the clubs run. And some of the decisions that have been made over the past few years have certainly not been to mine or anybody else's liking. But one way in which I think they have acted... Uh, I wouldn't want to say admirably, just because that makes me <laughs> makes my stomach turn talking about the the Celtic board in that way. But one way in which I think they've they've impressed me is in their backing of Ange. You know, he's obviously been given access to to funds. He's been given the reins as far as making the signings is concerned. He's been allowed to identify players he wants and to bring them in because he knows they're the players that are going to do the job he needs done. And it just shows as well that A, appointing the right manager and then B, trusting that manager to do what he does best is the way that you breed success at a football club. And I sincerely hope that for as long as Andrew remains in the job, he continues to get the support that he has been getting so far, both um, in the boardroom and from the fans, because I think he wholeheartedly deserves it. As far as the the draw um, against Motherwell, um, it's going to be difficult just from the point of view that it's another away game. Um, I would have preferred a, a home game for Celtic for obvious reasons, but um, at this point of view, looking at the looking at the teams left in the draw, um, as I said before, I, I wouldn't really have minded whoever we got because I just feel so confident in this team that we can that we can beat whoever's put in front of us at the moment. It's a great feeling. It really is a great feeling, and what he has there is he's got the kind of flair of the Tommy Burns um, Celtic you know the Tommy Burns era Celtic he's got the flair but what he also has is he's got a um, an ability actually for uh, the team to win and, and often it's in a scenario where against all odds we still manage to grind out results as well and I think that when you're looking at this Ange Postacoglu team I remember an analogy that um, our very own Kevin Graham uh, came up with regarding what Ange could do if he walked into your kitchen and he could cook your gourmet meal, even if you had a, um, you know, a tinny hot dogs and uh, some baked beans. And by the way, that was the job he did last season when he came in, uh, because Celtic were in such a poor state and there was so much needing done. And as Alan said before the game, he done just enough to get us up to that January transfer window. Then he brings in another four. Um, other than Idiguchi, every one of them were, were tremendous in the second half of last season. And we're now seeing um, Ange in full flow, something that we were told about by the likes of Jared Hill and Dan Orowitz and these types of people who had watched Ange's evolution as a manager. Um, and fair play to them for coming on and telling guys like me and others that um, were maybe wrong or a wee bit harsh on Ange at the beginning. Scott Howe. 
Great win, said 4-1, superb, well done to Scott, good prediction, Dermot, Celtic, Rabbitoh, it's a wet Sydney down, uh, dawn for the first day of spring, but the boys have brought the sunshine to my day, absolutely, you'll be looking forward to a visit from Celtic um, quite uh, shortly as well, Brown Warriors, six second half subs, one minute added on, me too, yeah, <laughs> Brown I'm sure, uh, Colin, will be commenting on that as well. It's one of his pet hates, isn't it? When we're not getting the injury time required. Uh, Johnny Ryan, hacks are very positive, looking good, right? So I do have Hacks Abanovich's uh, debut on the talking point. It's only He was only on the park for 15 minutes, Alan, but he looks a very direct, sharp, dynamic talent so far. And I think, again, the circumstances around getting him for, what was it, one and a half million, uh, were such that uh, we, we certainly are not getting a £1.5 million player in Hacks Abanovich, are we? No, so just before I get into that, this thing about the subs, and I totally agree, by the way, I even wrote an article on this uh, on Celtic by Numbers where, where it is a feature of Celtic games in particular when Celtic are winning by a lot of goals, no time is added on at the end. And it, it's, it's it, it, I know it's one of these things that you, you look very churlish in, in making a fuss about, but when goal difference matters, it's a professional league at the end of the day, all you're asking yeah. for is the rules to be applied, really. But, 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 but the other thing that I'll say as well is that it isn't, it isn't six subs. Six players might have come on, but the subs were in two or three tranches. So there's only actually two or three moments when subs were brought on. So you don't, mm. it's not 30 times six, it's 30 times three, because there was three moments when subs were brought yeah. on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hak Sabanovic, um, very excited to see him. I mean, listen, again, this, this is a, a very different um, way for Celtic to do business in terms of getting this player because, you know, Ruben Kazan are a club in um, in distress. You know, they've been relegated from the, uh, the, the, the whatever, the, the Russian Premier League. Um, they're obviously players who are not Russian nationals are looking to leave the club. And then obviously there's all the sanctions uh, as well, limitations that they're they're working under. And, you know, Celtic have gone and basically, you know, <laughs> uh, taken advantage of a distressed seller. And mm. it's business and it's nasty and it's not very nice. But, you know, you'd rather that your club was on the positive end of that than on the receiving end of it. And so to get a player like him, who I can't remember how much he went to, Kazan for was it eight million was or it? something like that? Was it more maybe? Was it eight, um, eight for, million for, you euros? Know, I think it was. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, for like you say, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the final fee was, and I, and I don't know. Just as an aside, I don't know how the deal was actually. Um, you know how they managed Celtic managed to do the deal because obviously the sanctions uh, against Russian team. We can't Celtic cannot deposit money into a Russian bank account. So I'm not sure how they kind of got around that. I'm sure, um, but uh, anyway, his in terms of his debut, in terms of his performance, um, yeah, like you said, I think direct is a really good way of putting it. He just looked to get the ball forward quickly. So I, what I always look for is first touch, balance, and then you know what's their intent. And he and he and is is looked like another player that's got low centre of gravity, a good mm. first touch and a really direct intent with the ball. So very exciting, very early days, but really, uh, really enthusiastic to see him. Uh, and, and I think there's going to be a lot more to come. 
a quality addition by the looks of him, Laura. And and the intent is is the one thing from the very first moment he gets that ball, he wants to make things happen. And um, I really am excited to see more of him. I don't expect there to be a shock inclusion uh, in the starting lineup next week, but you never know. Uh, I do remember Tommy Burns used to say that sometimes in a big game. Uh, you can throw someone in and um, the, the, it takes away the nerves because they don't expect to play. Um, but we will see. Now, I want to talk, we, we looked at the goals, obviously, in the first half. We were 2 nothing up. Um, I don't want to put a dampener on anything, but it did spark the discussion around the centre-half position. We've already spoken about um, when, on 67 minutes, um, it went to 2-1. Uh, Yakaviti scores a goal and it was poor Laura from Celtic's perspective and it was poor I think on two on two counts uh, first of all Starfield gets caught napping under the ball something that Alan Morrison had picked up on in the first half um, in, the, in the pre-match rather and then Jens is slow to react so we, we lose the first we lose the second um, and ultimately we lose a goal and at that point there was a discussion raging um, between us all about who starts on well who partners Carter Vickers, let's be honest, um, against Rangers. So where are you on that one, Laura? Um, with regard to the goal specifically, I think, like you said, Alan hit the nail on the head about about Starfield, you know, being caught under the ball. And I think on this occasion, it was more to do with the fact that he wasn't anticipating the positioning of the ball. So he was kind of backpedalling and couldn't get, you know, enough momentum into the jump. And therefore, the the Ross County player who knocked it across the goal um, out, managed to out jump him. But you know, you've, if that's your job as a defender is to anticipate where the ball is going to be and, and position yourself in a way that means that you're able to win it. So, from that point of view, I wasn't very happy with that. But you know, got a lot of criticism in the comments about my my comments before the match about Starfield. I wouldn't be being honest if I wasn't the same about Jens in that situation. He uh... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct to consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Two things he did that quite you know, annoyed me was one, he seemed to stop tracking his man in the middle of the of the, the goal um and left him completely open to, to get on to the end of that knockdown. And the other thing was he looked as if he was claiming for offside and had completely stopped playing when obviously the Ross County player hadn't. So um the two lessons are, you know, keep to your man and obviously play to the whistle as well. Two very like sort of basic things that I wouldn't have thought he would need to be told, but obviously did need to be told. And it's just a a reminder of the fact that you need to remain switched on at all times. And on that occasion, we weren't. Um, in terms of who my selection would be for, for the Rangers game on Saturday, 
I'm very stuck between my choice. I still wouldn't go with Starfelt personally. I think Stephen Welsh yet again came in and proved that he is a more than adequate replacement for anybody. Um, I still believe he's underappreciated purely because he's an academy graduate and we didn't sign him from any far-flung club or anything like that. So I was very close to saying Stephen Welsh, but I think Yentz edges it for me and Yentz would be my, my preferred partner for Cameron Carter-Vickers at the weekend. It's interesting because I agree with you. I think uh, Welsh looked very assured when he came in. I think that um, it goes on these runs now, doesn't it, where he, he actually makes really good progress. Uh, I'm not quite saying he's at Ayers level of doing that yet, but he certainly does go on these runs, wanders with the ball, and he's pretty good at it with, with the ball at his feet as well. And let's just hope that the injury he sustained doesn't keep him out. It would be good to be in the running um, for all four, actually, to be in the running for a starting berth against Rangers. I'm going to throw this one out at you as well, Alan. And the reason we, we highlight these points, even when it's a good result, isn't because we're doom and gloom and looking for negatives. It's so that, you know, we're not, talking about this type of thing at nothing each against Real Madrid. You know, when we switch off for that moment, Alan, and you, th- you say, well, you know, the warning signs were there against Ross County away, but we never spoke about that because we won 4-1. So it is important to highlight it, and it was pretty disappointing goal to lose, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and listen, I don't, I don't even look at things in, in that con- that way because, to me, a performance... I look at the performance, right? Irrespective of the score, it's the performance. And every performance has good points and bad points and things that you could do better, right? And that uh, that's every player. And that's that's every game. You know, even the even the even when you win nine 0 believe it or not. So you know, there are things you can do better. So that's the way I just the way I look at it. So, you know, if people get upset and just want to hear happy, clappy stuff, then you know, I'm not gonna apologize because that's just not what I'm what I do. So um, the goal itself was just classic Sunday league rubbish, wasn't it? Big long ball into the box, win the header, bundle it in. It was just horrible, horrible, horrible goal. But give them credit again. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be sniffy about it. Ross County, that was going to be the best way for them to score, and they executed it really well. So credit to them. Um, the good news is, I don't suspect Real Madrid will play like that. <laughs> so you know, um, I think I think we're, we might get ripped apart a few times down the left, but um, down, the, down our right, but um, they, they certainly won't be lumping uh, lumping highballs into the into the mixer for the big lad. Yeah, and listen, I've said I said to you know, Starfelt he again gets caught under the ball again. Jordan White, who wasn't good enough to play for Falkirk. But he can win a header against a much smaller man. Uh, what wins it, and, and then, uh, as you say, there's probably a bit of a collective uh, sleepiness about then responding to that second ball. So, mm-hmm. yeah, disappointing, right? But I think you know to be more positive. But again, I'm not doing it to be positive. It's just the reality. The truth is that another feature of this season, and even since December, uh, January time, is we're, we're relatively speaking, we're giving up very few chances. Uh, very few chances at all. So there wasn't a lot on top of that. There was one shot from outside the box because I think McCarthy fell over. Or I think Jackamakis slipped and then McCarthy slipped. And then that, that, that allowed them to get a shot off and Seagrass made a good save. And there was probably a couple of moments when there was decent crosses. But again, you're not looking at Seagrass you know, scrambling about his box. They had they had a few shots. None of them were of what you know high xg, if you like, want to put it that way. So that's a theme that's being. Um, and I think something. I think that's to do with some of that's to do certainly domestically with just the sheer intensity that Celtic play on the rare occasions that the opposition do get the ball. Can you have you actually got the energy and the concentration 
uh, to actually and, and and the willpower to get forward, having been so deep defending, to then create something. It's, and it's really difficult to do that. And I think that intensity that Celtic play at has a cumulative effect as the game goes on, and it becomes harder and harder. That's why Celtic, as I say, two goals conceded past the seventieth minute in 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 a year, and that's because of that cumulative impact of yeah. how Celtic harry the opposition. So yeah, it was disappointing goal. Nothing that we haven't seen before from those players um, involved, unfortunately. Um, but uh, in the round, I don't think we'll concede too many this season domestically. Yeah, and absolutely the, the reaction to that goal five minutes later was for Celtic to go further ahead and regain the two-goal advantage, Laura. Um, I've got a couple of points to bring up. Adams, first of all, Ralston shouting at the boys to gear them up to go again with one minute to go is what we love to see. 100% agree with that. Feed the Bear had 4 nothing Celtic. Well done the hoops. Just wish they never scored. My bet 4 nothing would have been up. Not sure how much you stood to win on that. Please gamble responsibly, everybody. Egyptian King. Moy controlled that midfield lovely tonight. Yeah, absolutely. We've been giving him praise this evening. I think that he has changed a lot of people's minds about him. Those who were kind of writing him off. And the reason I bring this one up here, Michael Ross, we don't stop, is because I remember that mic'd up training session well and I do remember some pundits, um, ex-players, saying, what's he doing that's any different? That's the kind of stuff you get day in, day out on the training ground. And I thought it was a wee bit dismissive of uh, some ex-players. Uh, but worse than that tonight was a co-commentator, who also was an ex-player, who is never, ever tired of telling us that David Turnbull wants to play his football in England. And he said a couple of things tonight, and I'm going to bring them up, right, because the first one was... Um, after a tackle went in where Turnbull himself, I think it was, was uh, fouled, unfortunately, you can't leave the ground. Oh, nice one. So when you're tackling a Celtic player, it's very unfortunate that you can't do that with both feet off the ground. And then in the first half, um, after a 9 nothing drubbing against Dundee United, Malky Mackay will have told his players to make contact with Celtic players. What does that mean, Laura? Does that mean you've got to... Um, tackle over the ball, make contact, you know, actually injure Celtic players. The comments you get from this guy time and time again are so anti-Celtic that it's uh, that's the reason I'm bringing it up. And uh, it frustrates the life out of me because we have had so many injuries where players have not been protected. We banged on about it last season, Laura. And um, when you're coming up... And by the way, I think Malcolm McKay's done a great job at Ross County. If Dundee United are not considering him uh, for the vacant manager's job, they probably should be. But um, you can't be looking at uh, an opposition team and thinking, well, just hack Celtic players. It's the only way that you can stop them. Listen, it's not the first time we've seen a pundit of Scottish football uh, insinuating that people should be using um, excess physical force against their players. We all saw what Chris Boyd had to say last season about testing Callum McGregor's mask. Mm. Um, I think... I think Stephen Cragen and players of his ilk are unfortunately not very gifted footballers for for all that they've achieved in the game and getting to the top level as they have. Um, and with that lack of ability, um, they have only one option and that's to to take the ball by force in these situations and not by, by guile or by skill. But it's exactly the same reason why these these professionals came out and and um, 
berated Ange for saying we never stop in the training sessions. You can bet your bottom dollar a Stephen Cragen would never be anywhere near an Ange Postacoglu side because he wouldn't understand the tactics he was given and he wouldn't understand the fact that he he has to actually play football rather than turn it into a wrestling match. I was disappointed to hear some of that stuff in the first half and that's why I ended up muting the, the commentary that I did have in the second half because, to be perfectly honest, um, it's one of these situations. I, I like to listen to to commentators and co-commentators who teach me things about the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Gary Neville and, and Jamie Carragher, for all their faults, are excellent pundits and, and really do a great job on Monday Night Football of breaking down the game. And as somebody who obviously has never played professionally, I like to be educated by the people I listen to, and that's unfortunately not the case with Stephen Cragen. No, that's a that's a great shout. Alan, uh, Morrison, obviously, you know, you are watching from afar this evening. What What's your take on it? Because, I mean, when you're watching a team that, that really is trying to play entertaining football and you're an ex-footballer, surely the first go-to um, kind of response to that shouldn't be that you stop them by any means necessary. <laughs> No, I, uh, my, my, I suppose my opinion is that he's he's really just reflecting probably a, a prevalent culture within the game in terms of you know when you're playing against a superior team and let's face it every every week whenever um, the rest of the league is playing against Celtic and and the Rangers um, you know they're they're, they're not going to get a lot of the ball twenty five percent possession that sort of thing and when you when you when you when you're talking about you know making contact. What you're really talking about is you don't want to just stand off and watch the other team pass around you, right? You want to make it as difficult as you can. So you, you can't you can't make your players better. You can't turn them into, you know, uh, Brazilian beach footballers or whatever. But what you can do, what is within your gift, is to work hard to close down the opposition and to make sure that they're not they're not comfortable in what they're doing. They're not getting easy passes. They're not being able to get the ball, stop, turn, go forward. You, you know, you, you're on to them. You're putting pressure on them. You're making them go backwards. I'm, I'm being generous here, but that's the sort of spirit of what he, he, he was saying. And football coaches up and down the country would be giving those instructions whenever you're playing a team that's clearly a lot better technically than you and is going to have a lot more of the ball. So I don't, I don't think there's anything particularly sinister in it. It's just a... It's just a paradigm within football, you know, uh, you know that, that is that's commonly uh, commonly used. He's probably looking at it, to be fair, you know, from the perspective of how how are Ross County thinking? I'm sure, you know, you know there's plenty of Celtic pundits and what have you. You know, what, what would be, what would be the Ross County perspective on the scheme? How would they set up? How do you stop a team like Celtic? Which I, which I think is a is a fair comment. I think it's a it's a fair perspective to to get, to be honest. How do you stop a team like Celtic? That is going to be the question, hopefully, throughout the season, Alan. And um, let's not forget the last two goals then. So Maeda makes it 3-1. Five minutes after uh, Ross County looked to be making a game of it. Laura, I make it nine goals and 28 appearances for Maeda. I thought he played particularly well. He was very quick to react to the shot by Callum McGregor. Um, and then the fourth goal uh, to wrap up the win, Jamesy Forrest. Um, and by the way, Rath... Uh, Ralston's assist again I think that's his 12th assist he's always great for an assist 447 games for James A. Forrest he's now on 98 goals and 99 assists Laura and we were having a wee chat before we came on live about um, you know the some of the, the comments we've been hearing about Forrest should go and all this kind of stuff I don't see that happening we've given him a new contract quite a lengthy deal that should probably see him right up to the end of his career and although he's not going to start every game I think 
you know, in terms of the squad and, and the experience that he brings to it, um, he is a player that I would like, and not for sentimental reasons, I would like to see him, you know, making the 500 appearances, getting the testimonial, finishing his career at Celtic and contrib- contributing like he did tonight. There was two things I really liked about that James Forrest goal. One was his reaction to scoring the goal was a look of utter relief off of his face, which um, I was uh, glad to see. And also... Um, Anthony Ralston, when he made the assist, you saw him pointing at Forrest after he scored the goal, kind of almost a kind of I knew you still had it in you kind of thing, um, which was was nice as well. Listen, I've I've talked at length on this podcast um, about previous situations in which sentimentality has got the better of Celtic and and where we've used it to our disadvantage rather than our advantage. I'm not sitting here saying James Forrest deserves a starting berth or anywhere near it in in the Celtic team. I think tonight was an example of actually just how limited his game has become as he's aged. But at the same time, I think it's not without uh, beyond the realms of possibility to say James Forrest can decide if and when he wants to leave Celtic. Um, he's won so many medals for this club. He's scored so many goals. He is... Without doubt, whether people think he's the most gifted footballer we've ever had or not, he's a Celtic great, and I think he deserves to be given the respect of of deciding when he leaves the club. Now, I don't see a problem with doing that as long as you don't use him inappropriately and use him when when the game doesn't dictate that he's he's worth using. Um, And I think that's the way you can um, apply sentimentality in the right way rather than the wrong way. So I say for as long as James Forrest wants to be a Celtic player, he can be, but just make sure whoever's the manager uses him only if and when he's able to, to provide something good for us. Yeah, and there's a player, Alan, who has come under a lot of criticism. Um, but I just look at the amount of managers that he's played uh, under and the amount of managers who have kept him uh, as a Celtic player. And, and I, I do think that he is an important cog in the big Ange Poster cog glue machine. He's not going to be playing every week. Uh, but surely a player like Abada can learn a lot from, from James E. Forrest as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know, we're adults, right? And surely we can have an adult conversation that allows us to hold two simultaneous thoughts in our head. One is that James Forrest has been a magnificent servant for Celtic, is 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 a, you know put into that sort of legendary status. The number of trophies he's won is just phenomenal, um, and and it's and it's we can hold that thought in our heads and recognise that and celebrate that. Also, at the same time, recognising that you know age regression waits for no one. It happens quicker for a winger than it does for any other position. Speed is the first thing that goes. And on those things also happen to be true at the same time. Okay? Sorry, but that's just the way it is. Now, Postacoglu has been very clear that he values Forrest's uh, position within the squad. And he sees him as somebody who, because of his knowledge of Celtic, um, his his you know his experience, what he's like around the training ground, his standards, his, you know the way he conducts himself, that he is an important part of the squad, and I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. So I completely agree with Laura that you know listen, we we we've not we've not bought Aksavanovic because we're going to give James Forrest loads of minutes. I mean that just doesn't make any sense, right? You know, so we've got Aksavanovic, we've got Abada, we've got Maeda, um, you know, we've got Jota. Okay, so. Forrest's time is going to be limited in that sense, mm-hmm. but but if he's here on that basis, and that's and he's happy with that, 
then I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that too. But uh, so I, agree, I kind of agree with Laura, but we can't blind ourselves to the realities of um, the performances that we see and the, and, the, and the skills and attributes of the players. I mean, you know, I was watching the second half feeling a bit rueful. I'm glad he got his goal. I was delighted for him. I hope he gets to 100 as soon as possible. But mm-hmm. it, 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 my honest opinion is that he, look, he looks a man out of time. He looks a man in the wrong, in the wrong film. He's, he's not really... Um, you know, going to give the types of attributes that the wingers in that team are going to give. The, you know, both both without the ball and, and with the ball, unfortunately. And it's not going to. He's not going to get any quicker, and he's not going to get better at counter pressing, unfortunately. So that's the reality of it. If he's if he's happy with that sort of bit part role, as I say, I hope he gets to 100 goals. I hope he gets to 120 goals. And if he stays another five years. Uh, helping the likes of Abada, I'll be absolutely delighted if Celtic is his only club. But 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 I completely agree with Laura. Only on the basis that that's 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 the sort of role that he has. I'm more upset, Alan, with the fact that you've just reminded me that that there is age regression and time stands still for no man. Thanks again for that reminder. <laughs> Tell me about um, it. <laughs> Stubbsy's horse. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good luck, uh, Axom, in the FCAs. As you can see on the right hand side, we bang on about all the awards that we have previously won. Thanks to our viewers backing us in this type of poll. If you want to vote for us, we are going for best video creator um, and the link is underneath the video and if we get into the finals it'll be a wee jolly down to Manchester a place I really love for its culture its football and its music as well so thank you every single one of you um, Paul can I just jump in can I just jump in and say something before we go I don't understand anybody I, I wouldn't want to watch a Rangers podcast particularly after they've just scalped another team 4-1 having said that We've always said this platform is open to everybody, and that includes Rangers supporters. If you're here watching, I hope your team does very well in Europe this season. I hope we beat you in the league. What I don't understand is people coming on to just spout abuse unnecessarily for, you know, for whatever reason, I'm not sure. But if you're here to watch, just please try and be nice, I think is all I would say. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the, the big thing for me is there is abuse that you can laugh off and then there's very personal abuse, Laura, that I think is um, it's got to be challenged both in real life um, because it's very rare that you get it in real life and uh, also in this um, incredible reality that they call online social media and the amount of abuse that is dished out is unacceptable and we actually had one of our very regular commenters talking about some of the mental health issues that he's had recently and I think people need to remember um, that words can be uh, very, very uh, upsetting to people, especially if they're already in a vulnerable state, Laura, so thanks for bringing that up and um, what we're saying here let's have a wee look here, how many, I don't know I don't really know, but I'm blocking Quite a few, actually, <laughs> for uh, coming in with that kind of nonsense. Uh, and there we go. And we'll continue to do that. And obviously, thank you all for supporting the channel. Um, everybody on the comment section, it's been brilliant to hear your thoughts on yet another great night for Celtic. Uh, we march on to the, the weekend. Another two fairly big games coming up, Rangers and Real Madrid. And we will be there to cover every kick of the ball. All that's left for me to say is thank you, Laura. And thank you, Alan, for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind.
message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.